what's cooking up in the kitchen? Am I smelling that soul food? Oh yes, it is soul food. The spiritual food for your spiritual nourishment. And you know what? This food will never expire. Never expire? I need this food every day. You are listening to these spiritual-based podcasts. There are many podcasts, but this one here is to satisfy your soul, to feed your spiritual hunger. Are you hungry for God? Don't let your soul be hungry. No matter where you are, whatever you are doing now, at work, home, or on the go, you can still listen here and right now the uh, Soul Food Podcast. Don't let ever your soul to go hungry. It's time for some Soul Food. The Holy Spirit is the greatest blessing one can receive because it represents God Himself dwelling within one's body. I felt joy. I felt happiness. I never thinking about commit suicide anymore. I never thinking about want to kill my own children because God has done something for me what myself and no one else can never do and will never do. He has given to me the one thing that I ask Him for all the time, His Spirit. I don't worry anymore about if I should die because I know where I'm going to go. I don't worry about if I don't have a job today because I know God is going to provide for me. I don't worry about anything. I have a peace that I just know I'm being taken care of. Once you get the Holy Spirit, you don't think about yourself anymore. You think about, you know, what God wants from you, you know, basically what God wants you to do. I mean, like, we help other people. Our, our, our happiness now is to help other marriages to, you know, they're going through problems. I've been dead and my soul would have been lost. Oh my God, my father, he saved my soul. He saved my life. Give me this peace that no one else can give to me. Nobody, my kids, no one. God means the world to me. He's my first and only. This presence is indispensable for maintaining our salvation and ensuring that we reach the end of our journey. Over the past month, we have been emptying ourselves of worldly distractions to focus more on the things of God. Now, in the final week of the fast of Daniel, God is calling us to do more than what has been done. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. This is the week of preparation for the great day of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on December 10th. Let's increase our prayers, fast more often, read more of the Word of God, and do whatever it takes to remain before the face of God. On December 10th will be the great day of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in all universal church locations worldwide. You are now listening to Soul Food Podcast with Bishop Joshua. We'll be right back. What to do, how to understand. It doesn't matter. What they think of me 
Hello, dear friends. May the Lord Jesus bless all of you wherever you are right now, listening to us, watching us. And yes, we are in this 21 day fast of Daniel, seeking the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? He is God Himself. Like I myself, Bira, I have my own spirit. My spirit is my mind. My mind is my spirit. The spirit of God is God's mind, God's word. The spirit of God is God himself. And once he lives inside of a person, this person has the mindset of God. This person becomes just like God in a sense of actions, attitudes, in a sense of self-control. Well, the Holy Spirit does it all. And those who have the Spirit of God have no depression because depression is the emptiness of the soul. Depression is when the soul is hungry empty, void, and the pain of depression is unbearable. It's the worst pain ever because there is no medication, no treatment, no surgery because the soul is empty. Like when you are crying, your soul is crying. When you are smiling, your soul is smiling. When you feel pain in your body, your soul also will feel this pain. Now, my soul is talking to you. What you hear is from my soul, is from within myself. And depression is the silent disease that kills little by little. To talk about depression, we have here today uh, Francisca. If you don't know Francisca, she was uh, with us yesterday 
and she was sharing with us the struggles she had with grudges. Just to summarize it to you, she used to have grudges against her daddy, brother, and cousin. And it led her to the streets to do drugs, to be a violent person, and it led her to jail. But one day, Francisca forgave her daddy, and she felt lighter and relieved right away. But today, Francisca, uh, we are here to talk about depression. Yes, Bishop, I definitely know plenty when it comes to depression. I have been suffering, or I, I had suffered for depression since I was probably, I think, six or eight years old when they started to notice the side effects and started getting me into therapy. In a few, she's going to tell us about it. Stay tuned, listening to us. Let us go to listen to this song. If you are depressed or you know somebody that suffers from depression, I advise you to tell this person to tune in, to link with us, and we are going to discuss about depression. And when we pray, the power of the Holy Spirit will go inside of you, and this depression will come to an end. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds a future and life is worth the living just because he lives. God sent His Son, they called Him Jesus, He came to love, heal and forgive, He lived and died, to Tree. 
is worth living just because he lives. The same way that faith brings life, doubt brings death. While faith stimulates dreams, hopes, and raises self-esteem, doubt poisons dreams, hopes, and promotes depression. Depression is a spiritual problem. That's why there is no drug that can cure this spiritual illness. Just as the body needs physical care and the soul needs love, the human spirit could only be nourished by the Spirit of God. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the cure for depression. Fast of Daniel, 21 days pleasing God to receive the Holy Spirit. For more information about the Fast of Daniel, come to a universal church near you. The Universal Church is opened every single day. You can come, our doors are open, and we are willing and available to help you. You are going to find help. If you come and nothing happens, you don't need to come anymore. And I tell you more, in this church, we do not discriminate anybody. We always say, come as you are. I am saying to you, come as you are. But come with an open heart, open spirit to be transformed and to be revived. Uh, Francisco, when you came, you were an addict. You had grudge. You were, the first time you came, you were high. Did anybody judge you, criticize you in this church? No, actually, that was one of the things that I really liked when I came here. I didn't get the judgment, and I actually found people that had been in similar situations that I was in, and then they were able to come out of it and be accepted here just like I was. I remember once you were in the service and you were high, you went back to the car, you came back to the service. Did anybody ever stop you and say, hey, you are an addict, you cannot enter here? No, never, 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 never once did that happen. Even when I was coming here before, um, when I was in and out of the church, I'd come here high as a kite. Uh, angry, and they still, everybody still welcome to me here. So it's a proof. You can come as you are because we are going to be available to help you and to assist you. Now, I want you to understand what is smiling depression. I believe, Francisca, that you know much about depression, even about smiling depression. People have to put a smile on their face, but deep inside, they are depressed. It's like they, they put a mask, makeup, they show their teeth to pretend they are okay. But inside, they are sad, bitter, depressed. Yes, actually, I did that a lot when it came to my mom's side of the family or my dad's side of the family. I'd have to put on that facade and make it seem like everything was okay, happy, um, because I would get a lecture almost every time I had to be around the family and they would give me a from script who? from my dad, mostly my dad. And then my mom would basically give me a script of like what I was supposed to say I was doing. If I wasn't having a job, whatever. So I had to always act like I was okay. Well, maybe this is you. You have to put a mask 
put on a mask when you go to the interview, when you go to people's wedding, uh, parties, when you go to visit the family, you have always to pretend. But deep inside of you, this is how you are. You are depressed. Let us see, let us listen now what is smiley depression. I don't know where I was heading or what I was doing. I feel lost and alone. I am feeling like I don't have any hope because depression is taking over my life. I try to talk to my friends and family, but they don't seem to understand. They just told me to cheer up, grab a drink, and things would get better. I thought about giving up, about just ending it all. I gave therapy and medication a chance, but that seemed to not work. I think I am broken and there's no way to fix me. I don't know if I still have the strength to keep fighting. I just hope that one day I find peace, a sense of purpose and hope for the future. But the question is, where do I go now? Now, Francisca, tell me, smiling depression. You tell me about it, your uh, struggles with depression, your feelings uh, during the night, alone, by yourself. Um, well, when I was little and I would suffer from depression, I didn't really know what I was suffering from. I just remember I was not always happy. I would kind of fall in the background. I didn't want to be seen or noticed. But as I started to grow up, I always had that pain inside and I didn't know where it came from. I didn't understand why I had this pain, this emptiness. Um, so I was always going to see psychiatrists and they were always giving me medications, but part of me didn't even want to try because I was so, I had no hope. So you used to see psychiatrists? Oh yes, I've seen, I've seen many. What did many. they use to tell you? I mean, I don't, I, They would tell me that, you know, you just have to let go. And, and well, I mean, to be completely honest, I didn't really give them much attention because they would upset me. They would tell me it was my fault or that I wasn't understanding my parents' <laughs> But point. you were there looking for help and they were saying that was your fault. Yes, everywhere <laughs> Put I Put more turn. blame on you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So then I would get upset and I would get mad and I'd storm out. Um, I've gotten in a couple heated arguments with the, the therapist because I'm here telling you how I feel and now you want to bring my parents in it and then basically take their side with what I was trying to say. So I, I just ran to the streets. I, honestly, I just ran to the streets. I started doing drugs and I found that the drugs were giving me that confidence that I needed, were giving me like that sense of power and like, You know, people were afraid of me because of things that I was doing. You were trying to get, uh, find confidence in the drugs. Yes, I was because I did. I had no self-esteem. I had no self-worth because in my family, to me, I was always told that I'm the screw up. I'm the black sheep of the family. I'm never going to amount to anything. It was just constant all the time. Did you have uh, suicidal thoughts or any attempt? I had suicidal thoughts. I used to do what we would call like carving parties. So I would carve 
um, things into my arm to watch the blood come out. Because when I would see the blood, it, it was like the pain was, was coming out. It was a way for me to release the anger and the pain that I had inside. Okay, many are those who cut themselves and they do the same. When they see the blood, they feel a relief. But this is fake. This is illusion, a deceit. Because you had the pain in the soul, you cut your flesh to ease the pain. But afterwards, after math, you have now two pains. <laughs> The mm -hmm. pain in the soul and the pain in the flesh in the arm. Yes. Right? Yes. But people don't think. They just give themselves to their emotions, anger, anxiety, and they cut. But listen, even if you kill the flesh, like you kill yourself, your soul will still be depressed. In a few, I'm going to read something here from the Bible to you. You are going to understand better what causes depression. You are going to understand what causes depression. So, Francisca, and when you were like during the night, because I heard that the depressed ones, uh, during the day, they are kind of forget they are depressed because they have people around, a daylight, they work, others go to school. But during the night, when they had to lying down to sleep, alone in a bedroom by themselves, they say that it's even worse. Yes, yes, it is. Because when you're around people and you're doing things, kind of helps you to keep your mind off of things. Um, but when I would be by myself, if I was coming down off of drugs, which normally was the case, when I would be at home, I would feel that heaviness and I couldn't sleep. I like to sleep during the day and not sleep at night. When I would try and sleep at night, I felt literally like I was being tortured um, by demons at night, like surrounding my bed, surrounding me. You used to feel it. Yes, I would feel it. I would see it. Um, I was, you know, involved in that world for a while. So when I would sleep at night, I wasn't really sleeping. I was being like tortured at night. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like to go to sleep. I didn't want to go to sleep because if I went to sleep, I'd have to fight in my dreams. I'd have to fight to try and go to bed. And it wasn't a good situation. You are listening to us, watching us right now. If you have the same problem, give us a call right now. I have pastors that will help you. Just call us. Ring us right now. We are going to listen to this song. And you are going to have a time to call and speak to someone right now.
the Spirit of God has everything. He has His own light, unlike the earth or the moon, which depend on the light from the sun. He is also a source of light for those who live in darkness. The Holy Spirit is His partner at all times. He is a friend. He is God, the Father with us. He is Savior. He is a helper. For it is written, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Fast of Daniel, 21 days pleasing God to receive the Holy Spirit. For more information about the Fast of Daniel, come to a universal church near you.